0: Have you been thinking about Iceland for that next cruise vacation? Join us for a review of Celebrity Cruises Iceland. And as always, folks, if you enjoy this content, please like, subscribe, and turn on all notifications to get notified each time we post. My special guest today is Roy Southerns, a real travel expert and expert travel advisor with Cruise Holidays of Lawrence Park. Roy makes his home in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and has been crafting cruise and land vacations for satisfied clients since 2017. Hi, Roy. Welcome back to RTE Travel Talk. Hello, Ken. It's always great to see you. Great to have you back with us, Roy. Roy, now we are starting to get a lot of questions and inquiries about kind of different cruises. People are getting a little bit bored of doing the Caribbean and in some cases even the Mediterranean. Now, I happen to know that you just recently returned from a cruise that involved Iceland. Now, Iceland is getting to be really popular, so I was hoping today that you could give our viewers and listeners a little bit of a recap of what your Iceland cruise was like, where you went, and what cruise line you went with. How does that sound?
1: That sounds like a great plan, and uh, the first thing I'm going to do is shameless uh, (laughs) self-promotion for distinctive voyages. Okay. With any uh, travel leaders, travel agency, uh, we have access to distinctive voyages where we put a host on board, we have a welcome reception, and we include a shore excursion. And of course, on this particular cruise, I was the distinctive voyages host, and it is always an honor. We had about 95 people in the group. We started in Reykjavik. We were supposed to go to Aisafjordur. Unfortunately, a storm uh, came our way, so we had to go around the other side of the island uh, to Akureyri, and we missed Isafjordur. Uh Then we went up to uh, Prince Christian Sound in uh, Greenland, uh, stopped at Kokortok and St. John's, Halifax, and then down to Boston.
0: Oh, sounds like a great cruise. What's the scoop on Iceland, Roy? Is, is it is it a place that people would really want to go to? Is it getting popular, or did you enjoy it?
1: Oh, for heaven's sake. I've got to tell you that every time we turned around, we mm-hmm. found four more reasons we wanted to go back.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, the people are great. We absolutely love the people. I had, I had booked private transfers from the airport to the hotel. And as we're on our way out to the to the car, the driver says, do you remember where I parked? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm on. And, and you know, he, he clearly loves his country and, and was very proud to... To talk about it, we had a, a great trip uh, into town. We spent four nights in Reykjavik, uh, did the uh, the Golden Circle tour. Uh, we uh, we were supposed to go on uh, whale watching cruise, but the weather was the weather, and then we got out on a puffin cruise. Now we were late in August, so. There were very, very few puffins left. It's important if you want to get to see the puffins get in there earlier, Uh, July is probably the best time. But we had a wonderful time. The food is amazing. If you like lamb, you've got to, got to have Icelandic lamb. I'm not a big lamb fan, and I enjoyed the Icelandic lamb.
0: (laughs) So why do you think, Roy, that Iceland is becoming so popular when when it comes to a cruise?
1: Well, I think Iceland is popular regardless. And so first of all, the the rugged beauty, the scenery is spectacular. Okay, I want to go back. I want to do the circumnavigate driving, the circle highway. I also want to go back in the winter and for the Northern Lights. But in terms of cruising, it's a great spot because what a wonderful place to spend pre or post-cruise. It's just, we had a great time in our four days, and then off you go, and you there, there are cruises from Iceland or to Iceland uh, that head for North America, and there's a lot uh, going to Ireland and, and points in Europe.
0: So that'd be a great way to combine, combine Ireland as well, then. It is indeed, yes. Okay. So what cruise line did you go with, Roy? Roy? We were with Celebrity,
1: and we were on Celebrity Summit.
0: Oh, okay. And how did you find Celebrity?
1: Well, we always find Celebrity really, really good. It's, uh, it's certainly a, a premium cruise line that is positioning themselves as the new luxury. Of course, with Celebrity now, your fare includes a beverage package, Wi-Fi, and tips, and it, it is just that that cut above.
0: Excellent, excellent. Did you have a balcony on, on, on this particular cruise, Roy?
1: Well, because I was hosting, we were actually in an ocean view room. Okay. And, you know, I love my balcony, but when I'm in an ocean view, the, I don't miss it quite as much as I thought I would. We The ship was absolutely chock full, so I wasn't able to upgrade to a balcony. Right. But the, the ocean view room was just fine. Okay. But I'm always going to recommend a balcony.
0: Even in a northern itinerary such as this one, you would still recommend a balcony if you had the
1: choice. Oh, Oh, of course, yes. I've been to Alaska, I've been to Iceland, I've been to Antarctica. Some of our our greatest pictures came from our balcony in Antarctica.
0: What was the typical guest on board, Roy? Is it kind of the... Same demographic, age wise, that you might find in a Caribbean cruise, or was it a little bit different?
1: Um, probably a little bit older, but again, we were we were traveling at the end of August. But Iceland is a great destination for families because you know the the scenery is so magnificent, and Celebrity does have some great programs on board for kids for okay. teens, so that there's there's no reason to shy away from it. And it's such an amazing part of the world. Uh, We got a rare treat. We managed to be north of the Arctic Circle twice on the cruise. Both times, even though we were before the season should start, we lucked into Northern Lights, which is always a treat. And yes, it was cold on deck, but it was definitely worth being on deck, getting the pictures of the Northern Lights.
0: So you mentioned that Part of your cruise, you went to Greenland. What was involved with uh, your stops in Greenland?
1: Well, a day of scenic cruising in Prince Christian Sound. So lots of glaciers, lots of icebergs. Really, really enjoyed the icebergs from the little bergy bits to some really massive icebergs. And uh, and then our stop in Kokortok is just a small village. And we wandered around, but there, there are a few different things that can be done in Kukortok. Also, just meeting people in Greenland is wonderful.
0: Yeah, you, you mentioned you had four days in Reykjavik. We did that pre-cruise. I set that up myself. Okay, so you did a pre-cruise in Reykjavik for four days and you sailed from Reykjavik how many days was it sailing around Iceland
1: well it was we were supposed to have two port days in Iceland right we managed only one so the the one port day ended up sailing around the east side of the island we were supposed to go up the west and that got us up to Akureyri. and the excursion that we did in Akureyri was a whale watching trip and we were not disappointed there was a pod of pilot whales unusually in the harbor so we we headed out toward the sea and the captain turned around because all the all the boats talked to one another and right let everybody they help where the whales are and so we pulled around and i actually got quite a some good pictures and and video of the whales with a lot of respect to the captain the captain kept his distance and did not disturb the whales in any way shape or form fortunately i have a good zoom on my phone and got some great
0: (laughs) excellent excellent so you mentioned that we did iceland and greenland and there was a stop in st john's st john's Mm yep okay i have to ask you did you uh kiss the cod
1: i didn't get that far but i'm going back and i am going to kiss the cod
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then Halifax, which is another great port city with a lot of history, and a final destination in Boston.
1: That's correct. Right. Which, again, another another place of some amazing uh, U.S. history.
0: Right on. So, Roy, would on this type of cruise, who would be best suited for it? I think
1: anybody is, Ken. Yeah. Um, really, truly, uh, whether whether you're young or young at heart, I think it's a great place for for younger kids to see some magnificent parts of the world yeah i think for anybody interesting interesting
0: now you mentioned that you mentioned that you missed a couple of ports how was the weather actually the weather
1: where we were was always good
0: because the captain missed the the storm he he
1: went around not uh, not toward it. So our our weather was good, cold. And as I mentioned, when we were up on deck for the Northern Lights when we were north of the Arctic Circle, I almost wished I had brought my park up. But Iceland itself is a very temperate uh, climate and because, yes, it's a long way north. It, it almost kisses the Arctic Circle itself. But because of the moderation of the sea, we were... Sweater, jacket weather in Reykjavik, I think when we landed, it was about 5 degrees Celsius. and But most of our time, there was 10, 15 Celsius, quite comfortable. But even in the wintertime, Reykjavik rarely goes below minus 5. And when you live in Winnipeg and you're used to minus 25 and minus 30, minus 5 is almost tropical.
0: That's that's <laughs> that, 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 That's mild. That would no doubt be a result of the Gulf Stream.
1: Exactly. And of course, that's one of the things that makes Reykjavik or makes Iceland in general a year round destination, because people love to go for the Northern Lights. And people love to go for the summer scenery as well.
0: Interesting. You mentioned the parka. Do you have any special packing tips for folks that are considering this cruise?
1: I bring lots of layers because it can get cool. So if you can layer up, you can also layer down.
0: Were there any days, Roy, that you actually found it rough? You know what?
1: Not on this particular cruise. We, again, the captain avoided the storm. Now, what I find rough might be different than what some other people find rough. I I don't mind motion, but I don't remember any particular heavy seas at all in this trip. It was pretty calm all the way through, but the North Atlantic is still the North Atlantic. So you've got to be prepared for whatever nature is going to give you.
0: And I would expect that you working with your guests, if there is some folks that are a little bit more susceptible to motion, you work to find them the best place in the ship.
1: Always. And and of course, we all know that that's uh, midships, as close to the center of the ship as you can get.
0: Yeah. So if you had, to, had it to do over again, why? what would be a do not miss on this Iceland cruise? I
1: am always a sucker for whale watching. I,
0: <laughs> I will
1: do whale watching every chance I get. I'm also a sucker for waterfalls. If you like waterfalls, I again, Iceland is your, your destination. Uh, there's some wonderful waterfalls there. And on uh, this particular cruise, and I'll, I'm going to focus on the cruise here and the mm-hmm. special dining. And Celebrity's got some great specialty dining. Two of our favorites, uh, one that we do almost every time we're on Celebrity, and it's Le Petit Chef. And for those who have never experienced Le Petit Chef, they give you a show on your plate. And it's the preparation of each course and then the course magically appears and you enjoy the food. Again, whether you're whether you're young or old, it's it's a delightful, entertaining evening of dinner. And the other specialty dining that we absolutely thoroughly enjoyed was the Tuscan Grill. Just okay. magnificent food.
0: I saw some of your photos. So I knew that dining on board celebrity was going to be a highlight. Now the Celebrity Summit is in the millennium class of ships. Believe their complements about twenty six hundred. Actually, smaller than
1: that. It's at double occupancy, uh, under twenty two hundred, about twenty one fifty eight, and they okay. they go over twenty two hundred if they're full to the gunnels.
0: Yeah, so that's that's a really nice size ship. It is.
1: It is that that nice medium size ship, and of course, the more I cruise, the the more I like the smaller ships.
0: I I kind of agree with that. Well, Roy, this has been really great information about Iceland. Is there anything else you might like to add before we wrap up? Well,
1: I'm going to go back to that uh, whole distinctive voyages thoughts. And this particular itinerary is, is popular, happens a couple of times a year, which is why the ship was full. Celebrity Summit is doing the same itinerary, except it's from Cape Liberty on August 6th of 2023. And that's a distinctive voyage.
0: Uh, but
1: also Celebrity Apex is doing a bunch of Iceland and Ireland in June, July, and August, all distinctive voyages. So it's worth whichever one you'd like to do, it's worth consulting your your travel agent and and find the right one. I'm not hosting any of these. Uh, what I'm looking forward to coming up in June is hosting on, um, on the Azamara Pursuit. We're doing a 16-night voyage starting in Southampton, finishing in Copenhagen but all of the port stops are in Norway. So it's a Norway intensive and a really exciting cruise. Looking forward to getting back up over the north, north of the Arctic Circle again.
0: So that was gonna be my next question. That's where are you off to next? But it, it, I would be correct. And Azamara pursuit is where you you, or you folks are off to next. Well, that's
1: actually our next distinctive voyages. We're off in a couple of weeks down to Oasis of the Seas from Miami. Oh, okay. Failing with family and friends, just as a reunion, and uh, then in May, a group of clients are going to Alaska, and they've asked me to join them. So I'll be on the Koningsdam in in May. Uh, I still have to fill that that winter hole to get out of out of Winnipeg for for a few <laughs> into the warmth. Uh, but I know something's going to come along, and I will have another nice destination in between November and May.
0: Now. I know for our friend, our friends south of the border, some some of those folks, other than perhaps some of our friends in the Midwest states who who get good solid winters, don't really understand what a snowbird is. But <laughs> there, there come there there come there there comes a time time starting around January February. Go, oh my goodness! I got to get out of here to someplace warm. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so in the last couple of years, uh, with COVID, not being able to travel in the the dead of winter. Yeah. Um, it, it threw a, a wet blanket on everybody.
0: Right, that's for sure. So, Roy, if folks wanted to reach out to you about a distinctive voyage or perhaps another cruise, what's the best way to get hold of you?
1: Well, you've, you're, you're streaming my information on the banner. My new email um, just recently started, r7s at com. Of course, if you're in Winnipeg, you can call me at 431- that's a local call and for toronto local 416-523-4509 i would love to help you find a distinctive voyage
0: well that's absolutely perfect with that roy i'm just going to wish you safe and happy travels on all your future cruises may the wind always be at your back and i hope to see you on the lido deck real soon
1: i hope we get to sail one day it'll be great to sail together
0: That sounds like a plan to me, Roy. Take care. Uh, Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And that about wraps things up for today, folks. A very special thanks to my guest, Roy Southerns of Cruise Holidays of Lawrence Park. If you'd like to reach Roy, I will leave his contact information in the description. If you'd like to reach us, simply send a question to questions at realtravelexperts.com. Visit our website, realtravelexperts.com, or leave a comment we always respond. And as always, folks, if you enjoyed this content, please like, subscribe, and ring the bell. It is certainly appreciated and helps us to spread the word. So until next time, happy travels!